What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, today we have a good podcast. It's going to talk about a lot of things that we deal with as entrepreneurs emotionally, mentally, um, and mindset-wise. Uh, before I get into that and before we start talking about that, um, I want to let you know, like, I got some comments on my Instagram yesterday uh, from a couple loyal listeners that I respect their opinion very much um, that were regarding us providing the next level of content. And I want to address that uh, really quick. Um, I don't get fucking paid to do this. So you guys aren't paying me and I'm giving you literally hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars worth of information for fucking free. I don't hold anything back. I'm not holding the secret sauce from you. Uh, I'm not, you know, keeping the, the, whatever the secret recipe is for myself. I'm telling you the facts and there's very few fucking people out there that do this. I would say I know of one other guy who does this and doesn't ask for it. His name is Gary V. Uh, he gives out a ton of information for free. Both of us have our own perspectives on how we operate and what we've done. And if you go through the content that both of us have produced over the last couple of years, you are likely going to find the fucking answer to your question. Okay? We've covered marketing. We've covered sales. We've covered culture. We've covered, uh, you know, retention. We've covered how to start a business. I've had guests on here that have started a business from zero to fucking literally hundreds of millions of dollars. What the fuck else can I do for you? And I'm asking that legitimately because it really bothered me to get that comment that said, hey, I'm waiting for you to, to get to the next level of content and uh, your content's getting repetitive. That fucking irritated me because I felt like what I was getting asked for was the secret. You know, I went and asked this person three different times in the comments, what do you want from me? What do you want? What do you want? Well, here, guess what? Tell me what the fuck you want if you have a question, and I'll answer it. But I'm telling you that if you listen to the podcast from episode one to episode now 133, which is literally fucking a thousand hours worth of fucking content, you will find the answer. And this is part of what we want to talk about today is the mentality that there's some sort of thing that you don't fucking know. Look, man, when I started in business, I didn't have fucking Google. I didn't have all these resources. I couldn't connect with people on the internet or follow people or see what other people were doing. I had books. I had people I knew personally, but that was it. You know, you guys are so fucking equipped to succeed in today's society, and yet you still sit there with your hand under your fucking ass and look for somebody to guide you all the way. What else could somebody like me or somebody like Gary fucking do for you? Do you want me to come to your fucking house and hold your fucking hand and take you along the journey for you? Because I'm going to tell you, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm busy running my own shit. I've got my own fucking family here to take care of. And when I say family, I mean 130 employees. I have to worry about their welfare. So don't come at me and say, oh, I'm waiting for the next level content because there isn't any next level content, motherfucker. There's the fucking way it is. And business is not complicated. It's very fucking simple. And I've told you the truth from episode one to 133. 
Business is fucking simple. That doesn't mean it's easy, but it's fucking simple. And if you master the simple things, you can become very fucking successful. The reason you motherfuckers don't build any success is because you're always looking for the more complicated way to do something. You're always looking for the secret. You're always looking for that thing that we know that you don't. And I'm telling you, that thing doesn't fucking exist. The thing that you need to do is go out and fucking do it. That's the secret. And you guys spend so much fucking time commenting and emailing and saying this dumb fucking shit like we're going to the next level. The fuck is the next level, motherfucker? What am I telling you that you don't fucking, that I haven't told you? I'm sorry I'm not going to give you Forex bullshit tips or trading penny stocks because that's not what I fucking do. There's plenty of people on the internet that'll charge you $5,000 for some bullshit program and fucking teach you how to trade fucking stocks. I'm not a stock trader. I build companies. Get it? So stop fucking telling me that you're not getting the information that you... If you don't like what we're giving you, go fucking listen to someone else. Period. If you have a legit suggestion, please let me know. Leave it in the comment on Instagram. Fucking comment me on Facebook. Message me. The easiest way for me to know what the fuck you want is to for you to leave a comment on my Instagram and say, hey, Andy, I would really like it if you guys would address this question. If you guys did that... I would be happy to tackle anything that you fucking give me. And I'm confident that I can give you a sufficient answer. Now, with that being said, why don't we create Vaughn, I'm pointing at Vaughn, an email address people can email just for topic ideas or questions. We'll just call it questions at MFCEO. Can we do that? Right. Well, we we actually have Ask Andy, and I guess most people don't realize that that's really what that's for. Okay. Is let's, let's start a new one. You want to start a new one? Yeah, because okay. that one gets all kinds of, uh, will you invest in me or you fucking right. lend me this? Look, motherfucker, I'm not giving you no money. Right. I'm not investing in your fucking idea. I'm not investing in your fucking app. I'm not an angel investor like every motherfucker on the internet tries to claim they are. That's not me. Okay. I fucking keep my money. I spend it on fucking cars. I don't spend it on you. Can I have some? No. <laughs> you get too much anyway. But, dude. We can do questions. Don't fucking hit me up asking me. We're going to start questions. Questions at the MFCO.com. Yeah. If you have a topic idea or a question that you would like addressed, email it. If you write in, hey, lend me some fucking money or invest in my app or invest in this, we're going to fucking block you from the email list. Right. Because I don't fucking do that. Right. Go out and make your own fucking money. Another thing I have to t- tell people is that if you want your question answered, just put it in the subject line. and don't, Or at least a summary of it. Right. And don't, don't take a page and a half to ask your question. No. I don't need to know your whole fucking story. Right. I, I appreciate your life story, but guess what? I'm not going to fucking read it. Period. That's the thing. Okay? Put your fucking question in, in a fucking one or two sentence, three sentence fucking format. And we'll answer it. But if you write some fucking five-page email, I'm not fucking looking at it. You know why? Because I don't have fucking time to do that. That's reality. And all these other motherfuckers on the internet, all these other motherfuckers on the internet talk about empathy, and I listen, and I, I read all your shit. Bull fucking shit they do. They don't read all your shit. They got a fucking assistant or two assistants that read your shit and fucking comment back and pretend they're that person. And that's not what I'm going to do. So I'm just Sorry. Make it short, sweet, and I'll fucking answer. If you take a long time, you're going to get fucking ignored. <laughs> that's, yeah. just, that's the way it goes. 
Let me just add that there's a huge difference between repetition and reinforcement. Look, dude, here's the thing. These motherfuckers want the fucking secret. They want the fucking secret sauce. The, the business is the fucking basic shit mastered over and 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 over again. Reinforcement. Yes. And every single time we have new, what you guys have to realize is that you guys who have been listening from day one, we have new people that come into this podcast at episode 133 or episode 100 or episode 90. And some of the things are going to fucking overlap. That's the nature of a podcast. But you know why they overlap Vaughn? Because there isn't that much shit to talk about. It's really fucking simple. It's mastery of those concepts that's difficult. Go read all Tony Robbins' books. They're all the same. They're just reworded in a different way. You know why? Because there is no new shit. It's the same shit over and over and over and over again. And you guys who are looking for this fucking simple answer, you're never going to fucking get it. You know, I get so worn out by people. Like, I'm getting into one of my funks again. Why don't you want to fucking do this show? Because people irritate the fuck out of me on their lack of fucking initiative and real drive to do things instead they want to write emails and connect and get attention you know and and like 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 it matters if i like your fucking comment really like i'm nobody i'm a dude who's made some fucking money who's trying to tell you how to make some money don't try to get my attention why don't you go out and make me get make you get my attention by what you fucking do you know what i'm saying like dude it's old like, I'm getting fucking tired of it. You guys need to quit being fucking little delicate pussies and go out and fucking conquer shit instead of talking about it or emailing me another question. You don't need me to answer another fucking question. If you listen to the podcast from fucking 1 to 133, you can fucking go out and build anything. Period. You're just choosing not to or you didn't fucking listen or you're not listening enough because there's nothing that is, there's nothing excluded. It's just the way it is. As always, guys, I'm joined by my fucking co-host, Vaughn the Impaler. What's up, dude? It's good to be with you, man. Yeah. I, Sorry I, I to I get that you. off my chest, man. No, no, I feel you. I I, like, uh, I think that if if people can say, well, I'm just waiting for new information. Well, it's funny that I fucking asked the guy three times and he couldn't right. fucking answer me back right. what he wanted. Right. But, you know, if people can say, well, I'm just waiting for that key information, I'm waiting for that special sauce, then they can delay action. And it gives them exactly. an excuse. And so, yeah, no, I, I absolutely oh, I, agree. Oh, it's my fault I'm not giving you the information? Right. Okay, motherfucker. You know how much money I make a fucking hour? Like, just my time? Right. Like, it's insane. You know? Like, and I don't, I don't I'm not apologizing for that because I earn it. But, like, dude, for me to sit down and do this shit for fucking free and have people say that to me, it makes me want to knock their fucking teeth out of their head. Right. Like, for real. No, I know. Like, I it's know. so fucking, it's so fucking unappreciative. And, like, just, you know what? Like, I don't even, I don't think he meant it that way, but that's how it comes across to me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, what what the fuck else do you want from me? Like, I'm doing more than fucking anybody. Like, dude, Gary, Gary would, I would say Gary and I are the only two people out there doing this. Everybody else is charging you a bunch of fucking money, you know? And look, dude, I am going to start some courses and I am going to make some money. But as for right now, I've done all this shit for fucking free. So... You know, if you want, like, micro-detail hold-your-hand shit, I'll happy to run through, but I'm going to get fucking paid for it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because, dude, I have fucking millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars of education in my fucking brain that <laughs> is worth something. Right. I just think most people, I use the analogy, most people are reservoirs. They just want more and more and more and more <clears throat> information, and all that water does is it just it just 
rises and rises and just sits there and does nothing, whereas really truly successful people are like conduits. Rivers. Yeah. yeah, they're rivers. The, the information comes in, and it flows, and it, and it goes out in a particular direction. And I just think, again, it's uh, people just want more and more information. They want they want to provide themselves with excuses. Dude, they want to pretend to be a fucking entrepreneur. Right. These are the same motherfuckers that, you know, you know, maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. But, like, I feel like they it's people that pretend they want to, they want to put entrepreneur in their fucking profile. And, right. you know, and really what that means is unemployed. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's just, like, dude, go out and fucking do it. Right. Like, it really is that simple. Right. Have you ever heard that story? Like, dude, do you know what? Do you know how fucking much money I would make or made, have made, had I like? Let's say I started right now in business at nineteen years, like back when I was nineteen. All right, Mm -hmm. let's say that was now today in two thousand seventeen. Do you know how fucking much money I would have made already in my life? It would be ten fucking fold what I've already made. Mm -hmm. Ten fucking fold, because, dude, I did not have the information. I didn't have fucking Google. I didn't have people I could follow on the fucking internet. Guess what? The internet was just being born. Social media didn't fucking exist. And these motherfuckers cry about fucking not getting enough information? No. You should be crying because you're too big of a bitch to go out and fucking act on it. That's your fucking problem. How did people back in the fucking 60s build businesses or in the, in the, in the 80s? You know, what do they do? Do they reach out to write? Do they, do they write a million letters to someone until finally they figured it out and went out and worked? Like, dude, you either just do it or you don't fucking do it. Right. And that's what you have to look yourself in the mirror for. You know, like, if you're an entrepreneur, a real entrepreneur, you go out and you fucking do shit. Do you study? Do you read? Do you learn? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, you spend a lot more time doing the shit you're doing than listening to motherfuckers like me. Get it? Absolutely got it. Let me tell you this quick story about Whoopi Gold because I think it's right exactly down the line of what you're talking about. So somebody comes up to her and says, oh, I'm a huge fan. I've always wanted to be an actor. Tell me how to become an actor because I love acting. And she says, okay, well, have you felt this way all your life? Yes. So were you in any plays in junior high? Uh, No. Did you go try out for any plays in high school? No. Are you out of high school now? Yeah. Is there a community playhouse in your area that you could get involved in? Yeah. Have you? No. Well, then you don't want to be an actor. You want to be famous. And I think that's the – she's like, because if you, if you really want to be an actor, there's all sorts of opportunities to act. Dude, that's the – You know what I'm saying? Th- yes. That's they like the, the thing. idea of it. Dude, exactly. Right. Exactly. So people say they want to be an entrepreneur. Yes. No. No, 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 no. What they really want to do is they watch my Snapchat – and they want to drive around in my fucking Rolls Royce listening to Rick Ross. Right. Because right. that's what they think this is about. Right. And they want to fly somewhere on a private jet and they want to be on a stage and they want people to fucking see them. And they want, you know, they want to sit in front of a microphone and sound like they know what the fuck they're talking about. That's what they want. They don't want to actually go fucking do it. Like, you know, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. And that's, I just don't understand the mentality. Like, it's taken me fucking 17 years to get where we are. 17 full fucking years. And I've forgotten most of the struggles. Like, most of the struggles. Like, people are like, oh, man, you talk about the struggles. I've forgotten most of them. Like, the ones I tell you, like, there was a million more. It wasn't just the ones I'm telling you. It's every day. You know, and, like, people are like, oh, I want to fucking build this business. And then three months later, they're fucking quit. 
It's like three months, it ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just don't understand. The problem is you have all these motherfuckers on the internet teaching these fucking kids that, that they could get rich in 12 fucking months if they buy the fucking program. You know, oh, make, make passive income. If anybody tells you to make passive income, run for the fucking hills. There is no fucking such thing. There is no fucking passive income where you just sit around and fucking, you know, watch TV and chill and fucking go out with your buddies and you're making millions of dollars. Anybody who says passive income is selling you some bullshit. You know, the reason they get passive income is because they're lying to you and they don't, you know, you're too dumb to fucking realize it. Like, if you buy something that says passive income, you're a dumb motherfucker. I'm serious. Right. Like, no, I was gonna if say you're that. listening to this and you buy something that says passive income, you're dumb as fuck. As if all you have to do is check your bank account. You're fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, you deserve to get fucking ripped off. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start a course on passive income. <laughs> I'd buy it. <laughs> I know you would, you lazy motherfucker. Well, listen, uh, <laughs> let me introduce our topic because I think this there, this actually... Is it about passive income? Well, it's Because I know close. that's what everybody wants. Yeah, no. No. So, uh, so, you know, I'm a literature guy. I'm a writing guy. There's a great book, classic epic called Dante's Inferno, where the main character goes through hell. But he's, he's accompanied by a guide who kind of gets him out of hell and into heaven. That's what we're going to do today. Because entrepreneur... Uh, ship uh, all the, all the things involved with building a business, as you would agree. There's days that you just feel like hell, right? So you're going to be the guide that's going to navigate people through hell. Well, I think I should be the fucking guy. I think you should. You know why? Because you're the devil. No, because out of all the motherfuckers that you guys watch and listen to, and I watch you motherfuckers comment and like other people's shit, I'm the only one that's built a real fucking business. Right. Gary's built a real business, but outside of that, who else? Who else has built a fucking business that you could come to and fucking see and recognize all over the world and is a recognized fucking brand? You know what I'm saying? Like, why the fuck would you pay somebody money who has never built a fucking company? The fuck is wrong with you? I mean, what? why? Like, the first thing I look at when I qualify people is like, what the fuck has this guy actually done? What makes him qualified? Oh, because he makes neat videos or he fucking talks nice on the internet or he's well-spoken or fucking whatever. How about this? What the fuck did you build? What did you put out in real life? How many people did you employ? How much did you sell your company for? Real shit. How did you even make the money that you have now? (laughs) Exactly. You made it by selling people lies about yourself. And these fucking people buy it. They buy it. It's unbelievable to me. Like, unbelievable. Like, dude... I'm in the wrong fucking business if people are that fucking stupid. I'm serious. Well, you have ethics. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Like, how fucking dumb are, I mean, like, for real. Well, people buy hope, and that's what these guys that's, give them. Yeah, but it's, it's not accredited or qualified hope. Right. You know, if you're going to buy hope, you buy it from someone who's going to tell you the fucking truth or show you what they've done or has done something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't buy it for some knucklehead who fucking, who runs ads on fucking Facebook and YouTube and fucking talks about, you know, how much money he made doing something he never fucking did. You know, like, dude, these people, it's just unbelievable to me. It's unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. It's like we talked about when Gerard was here. Like, Gerard's built a real fucking company. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Dan Fleischman. I real, was just thinking Dan. Dan Fleischman. Yeah. 
20 fucking companies. You know what I'm saying? Mike Dillard, real company. You know what I'm saying? We don't have people on this fucking show that haven't built real shit. You know why? Because I don't fucking like people that haven't been real shit that try to pretend like the expert. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Gary's been on the show. Yep. Like, dude, I just don't understand how people can be so fucking dumb. I just don't. I don't get yeah. it. Because if you're that dumb, how the fuck do you get the thousand bucks to fucking pay for a program? <laughs> you go into debt. You put it on a credit card. Which is like double dumb. Yeah. Like they need two fucking helmets yeah. on a daily basis. <laughs> you know, like in the NFL. They need one of those cones. No, no, dogs wear. no, no, no. They, like, you know, in the NFL, when someone's got a concussion, they put one of them foam helmets over the real helmet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what those motherfuckers need. A helmet's helmet. You know what I'm That's talking awesome. about? Yeah. Those fucking stupid looking ones. Yeah. What's funny like is it's cones. actually triple dumb because they should be putting that thousand dollars into their business idea. Or no, but if they have. didn't buy it, at least at least they spent it on fucking a, something to try to learn instead of buy it. Because if it wasn't on that, it'd be on fucking Jordans, <laughs> some other dumb shit, yeah. fucking Yeezys. Dudes walking around make fucking twenty grand a year wearing six hundred dollar fucking sneakers. Get the fuck hey, out of here. All for the gram. Yeah. So obviously the uh, scam artists make the life of the entrepreneur. Uh, into you know well dude they teach these kids the wrong thing yeah you know and that's not cool right because that's not what this is right you know this is a real fucking this is a real thing it's probably the hardest thing you could do it's hard it's a it it is the hardest profession it is harder than being an athlete it is harder than being a doctor it's harder than being a fucking whatever way fucking harder way more stressful way less certain way more risky it's the hardest thing you could possibly do. But yet all these stupid motherfuckers out there are buying these programs that tell them it's easy because they want they want the easy way. Right. Simple, simple solution. You know simple, what? Come and tell path. me how much money any of you motherfuckers made on fucking penny stocks and fucking Forex. Let me know. Because I guarantee you not one motherfucker out of 1.3 something million people listening to this has made fucking money. The only right. motherfuckers making money are the ones selling the courses on it. All right. Okay. So entrepreneurialism is hard. Yeah, it's really right. fucking hard. So we've had quite a few emails actually from people who uh, are killing it, but they're they're acting as if it's unusual for them to have days where they're just beating their heads against the wall, feeling alone, feeling isolated, feeling frustrated, really going through hell. They're acting like this is abnormal. Welcome to entrepreneurship. <laughs> right. Welcome. So I'm going to talk come about sit that. at our fucking table. Yeah. So now you're in a big boy seat. You've been through hell. I want you to guide people through. I hell. go through it every day. Right. Dude, every fucking day. Every day. Every fucking day. It's hard. I don't go. I don't have one. Fu- Dude, I I haven't been on a legit vacation since 2011. You know these motherfuckers think, oh, you've got all this money, you do whatever the fuck you want. Wrong. Oh, you got you can have all this freedom. Wrong. Because you know what? I got a fucking cell phone these days. And that cell phone connects me to every little fucking disaster that happens on a fucking hourly basis. Which, which means, is exactly what was happening in the 30 minutes leading up to our program today. Yeah. No, we, we started an hour and a half yeah. late. Yeah, yeah. Because I was fucking dealing with shit. But, that's, but dude, what you just saw me do, that's mm-hmm. my whole day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, people don't understand that. Because, you know, they're taught that entrepreneurship is this alternative thing that is fun and easy and great. And you know what? It can be fun and it can be great. And there are moments that are fucking unbelievable. You know what I mean? But they're not the moments you think. You know, the moments that are more unbelievable are like when, you're, when your main guy goes out and buys a fucking new house 
or they have a kid and, and, and they, you know, they upgrade their house or they, they buy a new car or they have some success. That's the cool shit. But people, people don't think right. they don't even realize that because you have to go through the shit to understand that. Right. But anyhow, but that, that speaks to another issue though, which is once you really do make it and you get uh, not make it, but when you get to a certain level, you are, you're not just bearing responsibility for your own life. You do. If you're a, if a person, if you're a person with ethics, you do feel responsible for all the people that are, that work for you, which you, just adds to your stress. It's a fact. It's yeah. not a matter of perspective. You are responsible for yeah. them. You know what I mean? The bigger and more people you employ, the more you, you fucking worry about them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, you know, it, it, dude, it's, there's a lot, man. You know, at the end of the day, anything worthwhile is going to be hard, you know, and, and, and average people and people who don't have shit going on and people who fucking point the finger and say, oh, they're so lucky, dude, they don't ever have to fucking worry about feeling like shit because they don't ever attempt anything great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like their lives are fucking, they're living in ignorance. They're living in a place of like no, uh, comprehension of what it actually takes. So they don't feel bad. And like, dude, you know, I've talked to a lot of successful people and they're like, man, I feel bad for these people who don't get it. Don't feel bad for those people because those people are happy. Those people are in a box that confines them that they, in their perspective, in their mind, in their brain, they're doing the right things. And it's, and really there's, there's no reason you should go fucking spoil that for them. You know what I mean? Ignorance is bliss. Right. Like it's like the matrix. You take the red pill and the blue pill, man. You don't you don't go force somebody to have the fucking blue pill. So in your mind, that feeling of frustration, that that feeling of just being embattled, that's actually indicative of a good thing. I think if you want to be successful, it is. Because dude, where does your drive come from? Where does the hunger come from? Where does everything come from? It comes from fear. It comes from you you run a lot fucking faster when you're getting chased by a lion as opposed to when you're trying to go run to eat. You know what I mean? Like it's it's about leveraging your own emotion and, and understanding that and living with the uncertainty that nothing is guaranteed for an entrepreneur. And a lot of people just can't fucking mentally handle that. You know what I mean? They just are not built for that kind of mental game. And so they get stressed, they get angry, they get depressed, they get upset, and they they just can't do it. And you have to realize, and like this is a quote that I picked up from Tony Robbins a number of years ago that stuck with me. Um, and I don't know if I'm quoting him exactly, but you know, it's, it's close. Uh, he said, you're, you're the success you'll see is in direct proportion to the uncertainty that you can live with. And there, there's, when I first heard that, I didn't know what it meant, but dude, it, it's the truth. Like the more uncomfortable, the more uncertainty, the more of that you can live with, the more successful you can be. And like I've talked about before, People spend so much time trying to run and be comfortable because they see their friends who are ignorant to what it actually takes be happy and they want to be that happy. So they try to run and be comfortable with them, but you can't run and be comfortable with them and also build something at the same time. You know what I mean? It takes two totally different action, actionable courses of life to do that. And you just can't. And um, so, yeah, I think that, Feeling anxiety, stress, and all those things, I think those are good things. I think those are things that, you know, like you have to manage them. You know, you need to do things once in a while that get them, that frees you up from that. But I think that's pretty, I mean, like when I say welcome to entrepreneurship, I'm, I'm being literal. Like, I mean, at least for me, man, I, I don't know. Like every entrepreneur I've ever talked to, no matter how much money they make, like if you get them to talk to you on a real fucking, like a real genuine, authentic level, they'll tell you the same thing. So Tony's comment that you paraphrased, is he essentially saying, listen, just 
get comfortable with the fact that life is messy. It just is. There's going to be uncertainty. There's going to be things that you can't manage. Yeah, but have- one, but see, and the, the cool thing is, once you accept that, it because all of that becomes less impactful on your mood and your stress and your anxiety because you just know that's the way it is. You know, if you if you know when you get out of bed every single day that you're going to get your ass kicked at least once today, it, it, you know, you, and you just accept it. Like today, I'm getting my ass beat. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot different than getting surprised by the ass beating every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you eventually you just learn to live with it, and and if you never ever learn to live with it or accept it, then every day is ruined because you got your ass beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like so like so like now when I get up and I like I know like today I'm probably getting my ass beat at least once, and I'm but when it happens it happens I move on, you know I don't let it ruin my day like I go from that little thing to the next thing right away, but. People who don't understand how to expect those challenges and those frustrations and, you know, that I'm that I'm, you know, generalizing in the term ass beating, you know, they don't those people never get used to it. So like every time it happens, whether it happens at 10 o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the afternoon or fucking six o'clock at night, it the rest of their day is fucking done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you can't be productive and successful with that mentality because Sometimes and a lot of times that shit does happen at 10 a.m. And if you only work from fucking eight o'clock till 10 o'clock every day and you let the, your mood get ruined the rest of the day and your productivity and all that, you can't build anything. You old enough to have ever watched G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. Well, for those of you who aren't, it was one of the good cartoons. That it, was the, it was the best cartoon, yeah. but it was I could never figure out when it was on. It was yeah. like sporadically no, it was on. awesome. But it was back in those days when you actually had cartoons about you know soldiers as opposed to like unicorns and stupid stuff Fucking like today. Teletubbies and yeah. shit. But they used to have, I don't know if you remember this, but they used to have public service announcements where like in between the middle of the episode, there'd be kids playing by like a down power line and they were, you know, they'd have water in their hands and everything and they were going to go near it. And some G.I. Joe guy would come along and say, hey, you know, it's dangerous to play by down power lines because you could get fried and die. And they would say, uh, they would say, oh, we didn't know that. And the tagline at the end of the public service announcement, this is what I thought of when you were talking, was. Wait, it was, now you know. Now you know, yeah, right? Yeah, and knowing a, is half the battle. Yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. And so that's what I you're saying. I remember that, dude. You, that's now what you're you know. saying. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. And this is what you're Didn't saying. Didn't it have you're like saying, that rainbow logo? Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Well, it wasn't a rainbow. It was the, it was the American was that, flag. Oh, is that, that what it was? Blue. Yeah, but. Um, you were like 10 years older than me. I know, I yeah. know. But you know what I'm saying is that's what I hear you saying is that, listen, guys, just understand that. That struggle, that challenge, that feeling of being beaten up, that's part of it. Now you know. Right. And knowing he's half the battle. Damn right. So GI um, Vaughn. Exactly. <laughs> that worked pretty well, actually. Yeah. So my question then is is it is another way to understand it is that if you are feeling that, if you are feeling beaten up, frustrated, at least it's an indication that you're in the game. Yeah. You're not a spectator. Yeah. It's a good thing. So when people are going through hell, then yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Just think what your life could be like. Yeah. You could be working in a fucking cubicle. What's that movie? Office Space? Oh, Office Space. Yeah. Yeah. We're fucking, uh, what's the guy's name? That, with the fucking TPS reports? You could have some motherfucker over your shoulder like that asking for TPS reports <laughs> all fucking day. Yeah. Lumberg or whatever his name was. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you to uh, go ahead and I'll, I'll work on Saturdays too. And Sundays. Like It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Yeah. You're the fucking white guy rapping in the car. I am the white yeah, guy rapping in the car. But with the I'm, windows rolled up. I'm like when you, Eminem. When you when the windows roll up when you see a black guy, that's you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so 
people going through hell, feelings of frustration, those are good things. You can reframe that to say, hey, I'm in the game, and this is kind of all part of it. It's kind of all part of the process. It is so, part of it. So what about, because I feel like we get this a lot, and actually I got this a lot on IG lately, is people saying, it's always funny because they always qualify it. They feel bad for admitting this, but they'll say, hey, man, I've, I feel sorry, but could you guys talk a little bit about what it feels like to, to feel like you're alone or isolated? And they almost like, again, they're apologizing for it. And I want to say, don't apologize for it. I think it's a pretty standard experience. Well, being an entrepreneur by statistic statistics is very rare. So of course you're gonna fucking feel alone. You know, how many people do I know, like out of the thousands of people I know that are actually entrepreneurs? It's like a dozen. You know what I mean? Uh so by the path you take, by nature, you're gonna have a hard time relating to everybody else you know. Because they're living in that box. And that's what we, you know, I made a couple posts on Instagram about this over the last couple of weeks about relationships being in transition. And, you know, you have to realize that that is also, like we said, part of the process. And when you, you know, when you start to not relate to the people that you've been in your circle, um, you're going to go through a period where you feel isolated and you feel alone. And, and that's, that's another normal thing. Uh, and then you're going to get to a, a time where you meet other people who are similar to what you're doing, similar mindsets, and you're going to become friends with them. And it's a temporary thing. But I mean, I think every single person who is an entrepreneur goes through that. You can't, can't look at it like it's the end of the world and you're going to be alone forever. It's just a fucking transition mentally. And again, if you have the proper perspective of what we're talking about, G. I. like G.I. Vaughn said, mm-hmm. you know, what'd you say? Now you know, and knowing's half the battle. And if you have that perspective, like we're talking about, you understand that this is also a good thing. It means you're on the right path. It means you're seeing a level of commitment and success and dedication that other people cannot relate to anymore. And that means you're on the right fucking path. Right. You're moving away from the mediocre, average mentality into a, a more aggressive, ambitious, success mentality. And you know, eventually you're going to crack your way into a network of people that are, that are also like that. And those people are not only going to be for you there for you socially, but you're going to do business with those people. You're going to become friends with those people. They're going to be, be at your fucking kid's birthday, but they're also going to be at your fucking office and you're going to make money together. Things like that happen. It's not, that's how it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you can't look at it as a bad thing. I remember you telling the guy the other day that we were talking to that, that feeling of loneliness, that feeling of isolation is literally part of the process of detaching from the common lot of people. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. It's, it's almost like. It's you breaking out of the yeah, box. It's, it's you It's you separating yourself right. from the average crowd and literally becoming exceptional. Yes. And that's, yeah. and it feels lonely. Because it, it like, dude, your, your whole life you're used to the same thing. You're used to, you know, hanging out with the same people, seeing the same people, doing the same things, going to birthday parties, Christmases, weekends off at the lake, going to the bars with your buddies, this, 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 this. All of a sudden, this shit stops. Well, anytime you stop something you've been doing for fucking years, mm-hmm. it's going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to go into withdrawal. Yes. You're literally going to go into yes. withdrawal. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that's just, you You have to be prepared. Uh, you know, it's hard to prepare somebody for that. But at least now, if you're listening to this and you're going through that and you understand that, like, that's that's just part of the deal. And it should be an indication that you are becoming more aware. And, and it should be an indication that you should be happy about 
you know, let's not miss this because I think this is huge. I mean, laziness, mediocrity, complacency, they are like drugs. So when you stop going, th- it's when you stop taking those drugs, like I said, you will feel withdrawal. Yes. And it, and, and it's like any addict that starts getting freedom, there's that period of just like fogginess and, and, and literal pain and, and feeling like you're empty inside, and then you get through it. Well, all of a you know what you, you feel? You feel like there's something free. wrong with you. Yeah, you feel like, like there's not, something no, wrong like, with you. Like you look at everybody else, and you look how everybody else interacts. Like you'll go through this phase. You'll look at everybody else. You'll see how they interact. You'll see how they live. You'll realize that the shit that they're doing means very little to you. And you're gonna and you start second guessing yourself instead of second guessing them. And it's really it really should be neither. You should just realize that they're staying where they are comfortable and you are moving on to a new phase. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't mean there's something wrong with them. Because if if you know, if they all thought like you, they'd be entrepreneurs too, which they aren't. You know what I mean? Right. So you have to understand that it's a very specific thought process that you are advancing through that is ultimately going to help you get where you want to be. But, but it doesn't mean there's something wrong with those people. And it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It just means you're different mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So you've talked a little bit in the past about your own struggles with depression kind of being down. Um, I mean, I know there's a, I, I think clinically there's a difference between, just being discouraged because some things in your life aren't going well and being clinically depressed. But talk a little bit about like how people need to deal with their feelings when it comes to just, they wake up and they just feel like they're, they're well, just sucking everything up. I think in a business sense, um, it's interesting to me. My personal, my personal experiences with people have been that when people are very successful, they always feel like they're not successful. They always feel like they're not doing enough or haven't done enough or are way far behind. And I feel like that is what drives their ambition and their hunger. And what, what causes them to get up every day is that they feel like that. And on the flip side of that, I see a lot of fucking mediocre fucking dudes and, and girls who haven't done shit in their life in any way that think they're fucking killing it. Right. You know, and, and they feel great about yeah, themselves. And that, they have great self esteem, right? Which also yeah. drives their their work ethic, which is why it's very little. Because right. when you're comfortable and you're not scared and you're not terrified, you don't fucking work. You know, you kick your feet up and enjoy life. And like I said, if you if if you are one of these people, which you, if you're listening to this, you're probably not. But if you're one of these people who's okay with that life, let them be. Let them be that way. Because, dude, they're fucking happy. You know what I mean? Don't try to ruin somebody's happiness because you fucking think differently than they do. You know, they might try to ruin yours, but remember, you're more enlightened and more aware than they are. So just let them fucking be. You know what I mean? You need some fucking employees. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is funny how that works, though. Like, dude, you, well, just be, my life. Like, hey. let, me, let, me, let me say this. It, to be a successful employee, you also have to have an entrepreneur mindset. You just do. So, like, I was, I was saying that in jest. So nobody that's listening to this as an employee... There is no fucking shame in that either. You need to be fucking executing on a massive level because you'll become a high income earner without all the extra stress of going out and doing your own thing. So, like, I say that as a joke. So, realize I was kidding when right. I said that. Tyler, you were saying? I was just saying, it's it, like you just said, it applies to employees too. 100%. I mean, dude, my last pay raise, like, I was, 
it allowed me to breathe easier, but I was like kind of depressed. It's like, fuck. Yeah, yeah it's going to take a lot of work to get to the next level. Exactly. Right. But I mean, dude, you know, there's two kinds of people. There's people that get pay raises and then they fucking shut down and get lazy and get comfortable and go back to living with their, with their, they go back to their old ways and with the, with a little bit more fucking dough. And there's the people who think like you do, and they're like, fuck that. I want way more than that. Dude, I stopped going out. I right, fucking, exactly. Like, it took me like, to dude, a different Like, dude, that's a winner's mindset. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, again, it comes down to the standards that are set for society. You know, like, when I when I was growing up through college and, and, and uh, high school and shit, you know, people were like, oh, man, that dude's making 80 grand a year. He's fucking killing it. You know, and, like, people are taught these standards of, like, they're, they're, most people, if you ask them what they would like to make, They'll tell you hundred grand. They'll say I want to make a hundred grand. Hundred grand is shit. Mm-hmm. If you want to make a hundred grand, you should be like trying to make like ten million, for real. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, your first hundred grand is the hardest fuck to make. And second of all, what you're gonna find out is that you're gonna spend it very fucking fast. So what I'm saying is the standard society puts on what, what quote unquote good money is 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 very low. And so people set their goals low and then they achieve low. You know, but um, getting back to the, 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 the question about being depressed, um, it's a very inverse, paradoxical, weird thing that, you know, very successful people always feel negative about where they are. And then the people who who aren't very successful look at those people and think they're killing it. But then they also think they're killing it. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's just a weird it's a weird thing. And, um, you know there's definitely a difference between feeling bad about what, you know, not being frustrated or discouraged or angry about where you're at, which is a great thing. And being actually depressed. That's a, people don't understand that depression is an actual fucking disease. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's an affliction. And, uh, you know, I've dealt with it for 20 fucking years, but, um, and no amount of success fixes that. That's something that you have to go get treated for. And by the way, if you're one of those people, there's no shame in that. You know, I'll tell you right now, that's something that I deal with on a daily basis and dealt with for a long time. Uh, and it is what it is. You know what I mean? You got, it's, it's no different than having a fucking, uh, you know, some other, some other side of sort of affliction, you know, like, you know, eczema or fucking, uh, psoriasis, or you've got, you know what I'm saying? Like you right. have cavities, like herpes? you got yeah, herpes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying you've got to go get it fucking treated. You know, right. it's, it's, uh, I think a big problem with depression is that a lot of people aren't willing to go fucking get treated for it. You know what I mean? And they think that they've got it under control, especially fucking type A entrepreneur people. They think that like they're in control of everything because you are in control of everything and they think they can fix that. And, uh, you know, it's a biochemistry fucking, you know, brain chemical issue that, you know, it'd be no different than having a heart issue. Right. And you have to get it fixed. And that's why I made the distinction between depression and discouragement, because I think you could be treated for depression. You could be on Wellbutrin or whatever, Zoloft, and that doesn't mean you're not going to exactly. be still discouraged. be pissed off about work. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or that you're just going to have bad exactly. days where you feel exactly. crappy. Exactly. Exactly. And so I, I, what I, so the, that, the is question, a great, that is a great fucking delineation, because yeah. just because you're clinically depressed or have depression doesn't mean you're still not going to be pissed off daily about being an entrepreneur, because right. you are. And there's a big difference. Like, dude, I feel fucking great about my depression, especially now for the last year because I've been getting my fitness in shape uh, and taking care of those issues, right? right? Fitness is a huge fucking deal with that. It'll fix a lot of things. Right. But uh, but I feel great right now, but I'm still fucking pissed off about business. Yeah. You know, and we're doing very well. Yeah. And I'm still pissed. 
But what I think one of the things that I really want to get your feedback from or on is uh, is it seems like we are so emotion driven in America to where like if you're just having a crappy day or if you don't feel like things are going well, well then it's okay. Oh, dude, quit. yeah, fuck, you know, fuck quit. yeah, of or course. That, or that your emotions, no, somehow- dude. All these every motherfucker listener right now thinks that way. They think that. Somehow their fucking emotions and how they feel and now they're sad or depressed or upset or angry or this or that somehow gives them a fucking reason not to do X, Y, and Z on a daily basis. Do you know how much fucking less success we would have as a company if I didn't do X, Y, and Z when I was pissed off? You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I run this with my employees sometimes. Like, dude, we'll have employees that go off the fucking deep end performance-wise, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on with you? And they're like, oh, well... Um, I'm, I'm upset because of, I didn't get promoted. So wait, let me get this straight. So you're upset. You didn't get fucking promoted. So now you're just going to do a shitty fucking job. So you get fucking fired. (laughs) It doesn't make fucking sense. Why would you not sack the fuck up and show your whole fucking company that that was a mistake promoting the other guy over you? You know what I mean? Absolutely. In my fucking 17 years of running a business, I have never, ever, 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 ever promoted someone and then thought I should have promoted someone else because the people's nature is not that way. Their nature is to fucking go in a ball and pout like a little fucking girl and 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 say, oh, well, why didn't I get that? That's what fucking losers do, man. If you're a winner and you want the fucking job and you want the opportunity and you have to go out and fucking take initiative, which is a core value of our company, and make it fucking happen on your own. You have to become so fucking good that it is impossible for the company to deny your progression. That is how you have to do this. And that is, if you're an employee, how you should be looking at it. Not looking at it like, oh, poor me, I got fucking passed over, so I'm not going to try anymore. No, you should be looking at it like you're going to shove it up the motherfucker's ass who made that decision. And I guess, guess what? If you do that, you're going to get paid a lot of fucking money. That's how it works. And so, you know, but, but, but part of doing that is going to be you doing the things you need to do at a high level even when you're pissed off, even when you're angry, even when you're upset. And you've been talking a lot about those emotions. That's a massive I- skill, dude. A massive, massive, massive trait slash skill of an entrepreneur is doing the things that need to be done at a very fucking high level even when they don't feel like it. Right. Even when they're fucking... Their dog dies, even when their fucking parents die, even when they're sick, even when they're in a car accident. They do not make fucking excuses no matter what. They own every fucking thing and they get every fucking thing done no matter what. No matter what. No matter what. Right. And you've been talking a lot about the anger, but you've also in the past mentioned tombstone days. Yeah. Which are not angry days. They're just days where you're like, Where you want to quit. I, I just want to quit. Yeah. Right? And so... Emotions are irrelevant. They are. They're irrelevant. They are irrelevant. And so many people, especially now with the delicate snowflake culture of fucking being in touch with all your fucking feelings, feel that their their emotional state somehow dictates their actionable fucking tasks. You know, oh, I don't, I don't fucking feel good today. So, uh, like, dude, that might have worked when you were in fucking grade school and you go to the nurse and get sent home, but that doesn't work in life, you know? Like, there is no fucking nurse in life that comes and says, oh, here, let me have your fucking mom come get you and we'll still, you know, you're still okay. You won't be okay. 
you know, but people do it. They do it every day. We see it every day. You ask people why they aren't where they want to be. Oh, dude, I've been depressed. Dude, I've been depressed for 20 fucking years. I built a $150 fucking million business. I take medication. I'm, I'm diagnosed depressed. Get it? It's not a fucking excuse. That's the money quote of the episode. What is? What you just said. <laughs> I, you said, I've been, you said, I've been depressed for 17 years and built a $150 million yeah. company. Right. Well, it's true. I, it's insane. Yeah. You know, but mo- mo- there's a lot of CEOs that are depressed. They just don't fucking talk about it. You know, it's, it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with fucking, uh, you know, people, people see, I was saying this right now and there's gonna be people listening and they're gonna say, see, there's another fucking dude who makes a lot of money. Who's fucking unhappy. That, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that is not the case. That is not the case. And it had nothing to do with what was going on with me. Right. Nothing. Right. So, okay, in terms of entrepreneurial hell, we've talked about uh, feelings of frustration, feelings of isolation or loneliness. Uh, you've talked about depression and discouragement. Let's talk about final thing that I would, would lump into the entrepreneurial hell, which is, which is people's constant, chronic, almost obsessive-compulsive second-guessing and doubting that they made the right decision or they're, they're going to do everything personal. I've been going through that bad. Perfect. Yeah? Yeah, man. I've been trying to fucking figure out what color Lamborghini I want to order. I'm not joking. True story. Yeah. I've been texting Tyler every night. Like every night. <laughs> I'm like, hey, dude, render this up, this color. Render this up, this color. No, t- darker windows. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, dude, perfect. I'm fucking second-guessing myself big time, man. They need like, a decision today. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I got to tell them today. But, I mean, no, I mean, all joking aside, like, yeah, that's natural. You know, the, the thing that I think successful entrepreneurs – do better than people who aren't successful is that once they make a decision, they commit to that decision. You know what I mean? They they, they leave the, the second guessing out of it until they're proven that maybe the other decision was the right decision. So, for right. example, you make a decision, you give it all you have, and it doesn't work out exactly the way you want, and you think, man, you know what? In hindsight, I would have done it this other way. And that's healthy. That's good. That means you learn. But what's not healthy is doing it like this. Well, I don't know. Let's just try let's let's try this idea just a little bit and like let's let's just try it a little bit and see if it works. Nothing that you try a little bit fucking works. Nothing. Not a fucking diet, not a fitness program, not a career, not a business, not a relationship. Nothing that you put a little bit or try a little bit at is going to produce the outcome you want. And that's where people get caught up in second guessing. They think that they can just try something a little bit, test it, and then oh, you know, if it, if it works, we'll fucking we'll do it all the way. That doesn't work. The the better way is to go all in, take your fucking beatings if you're going to get beat, and then learn the lesson on the backside, right. and then improve. Because then you know for sure. Because what second guessing begets more second guessing, right? So like if you don't commit and you don't know for sure, uh, let's say you got A and B, and you do the the little try a little bit with B, okay? Then you go down the road. And then you're like, fuck, I don't think that's working. Let's go back to A. And then you try A a little bit, right? And then you're like, oh, that's not working either. Maybe we should stick with B. And you go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And that's where people get caught up. And the, and the second guessing begets more second guessing. And that's why they get like that. So, you know, when you make a decision, fucking make the best decision. Dude, people don't make the best decisions because they're afraid. That they're so afraid of ma- making the wrong decision. Again. Like this whole fucking podcast. 
making wrong decisions is part of being an entrepreneur. Right. I've made a fucking ton of wrong decisions, man. A ton. Like, I hired fucking Tyler. <laughs> like, this motherfucker. Like, who the fuck will hire this guy? You know? Then I fired him. Then I hired him back. Stupid right. twice. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I need one of those fucking helmets we were talking about. But no, but like what I'm saying, you know, it, it really is. just a tip. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Jesus. Yeah, you can't give him just a tip. You got to give him the whole fucking shit. You got to go all in. Yeah. You got to pound it out. You know, try just the tip. It doesn't. Yeah, work. if you try just the tip, it's no fun. You gotta, you gotta be committed. You can't make a baby with just the tip. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you can, but I'm sure there's dudes out there who be like bullshit, <laughs> <laughs> dude. But, but seriously though, like you have to commit and and learn the lesson on the backside as opposed to like learning from just barely committing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's that's what cures indecision. If is you understand that not only a it's a part of the process, but b you're going to learn something from whatever decision you make and just commit to it and then learn a lesson and fucking adjust. You know, it, it goes back to people thinking that entrepreneurship is some mapped out perfect fucking plan. Right. Exactly. Yes. And exactly. it's not. And once, once you understand that it's not and accept it, you know, it's just like I was saying about getting your ass beat. You know, if you, if you accept that it's going to be rough and you're going to have to make weird decisions and shit's going to go wrong and all that, it becomes pretty easy to fucking deal with. But it's when you think that it should be smooth and... And this, again, goes back to the internet fuckfaces who do all this shit, right, and tell people it's fucking easy, and people believe that shit. And so then what they do is they go out and they try shit, and it doesn't go smooth, and they think there's something wrong with them. That's, that's fucking terrible. Right. Like, from a moral standpoint. Like, how many people have given up on their potential in themselves because they've heard from seven other fucking entrepreneurs that this shit is easy? You know? Probably a lot. Yes, man. Yeah. Yes, a lot. It's amazing to me how these principles apply to a lot of different areas of life. When I was a pastor, I used to run into this happens with young young people is that they want to know God's will. So so they're so worried. Well, that, I, like, tell, I tell you God's will, and I'm not even fucking pastor. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. Well, yeah, but let me make my well, point. Let me make done. my point. Okay. You know what God's will is? What's that? For you to be as successful as fucking possible. If you were a fucking dad, Vaughn, do you want your kids to be as successful as possible? Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if God is the father and he's looking over us, we have a moral obligation to make him happy. So go out and fucking be as successful as possible. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. Now all these fucking Bible thumpers that say otherwise, they're fucking wrong. Absolutely God wants us to be happy. I think when people, I think the way that people twist that is that they can do anything they want in the pursuit of happiness. That's where it gets, that's where it gets wrong. But what I was going to say though is that it's very common for somebody, you know, you some young Christian when they're in high school or college to say, oh, I just don't know if God wants me to be a, a fireman or a, or a, I don't know, an executive or something like that. And they think it's this very mechanistic, like, there's this one thing that you have to do and don't make the wrong decision. That's what they're taught. Right, right. And, and I love, there's this great quote from a saint years back. He said, love God and do as you please. In other words... The main point. Well, God is didn't that, want us to fucking do as we please. He wouldn't give us free will. Right, right. And the point, but the point is, is if you're loving God, we're given lots of free will. We're given lots of freedom to explore what we're what we're meant to do in life. And I think the application here in in entrepreneurialism is keep the principles sound, do the right thing, work hard, have a moral base. And but if, beyond that, make it you know take a swing at a wild pitch. And if you screw it up, it's fine. Just adapt. Right. And I th- and just embrace the messiness, embrace the evolution, because there's no other way to do it. No, there isn't. Literally. And that, I think that's a great point because 
and I want to add to that. Like, dude, most people spend their whole entire life swinging at the wild pitches because there's glory in it, right? There's a fucking glory in like, like they do they do entrepreneur math. You know what entrepreneur math is? That's like whenever you you get your fucking iPhone calculator out and you're like, oh, dude, if I sell a thousand units of this at this much money, I'll have this much money. Guilty. And then I, and then I can buy this, <laughs> this, and this. And like that's right. what they fucking think. Yeah. And they're always swinging for these big fucking swings and, and they spend their whole life swinging at the wild pitch because that's what they see other people doing. They see other people who are lying telling them that they hit the wild pitch for a 700-foot fucking home run when in reality those motherfuckers didn't even get in the fucking batter's box. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you can't have you can't have it all today. It's got to be built, man. It's got to be built. And I was thinking about this on the drive-in, man. Like today, this morning, like I don't very often reflect back on like our our, our history, but like me and Chris been doing this for a long fucking time, like a long time. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel long, but man, when I like go back and like count the years, I'm like fuck, eighteen years. 18 years, that's a long fucking time, man. It is. That's almost as old as I was when I started the company. Like, my whole entire life before that, that's that length. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, spent, I've spent almost, almost an equal amount of time in my life in business as out of business. Hmm. In this business. That's a weird fucking thought. It is. But, but, but you have to understand that when you're building something no matter if it's your body or your, or your business or a career or whatever, that shit all takes time, man. You know, like it, it is going to take you years. It's going to take you years to perfect the physique you want. It's going to take you years to perfect your career or your business. And I feel like the instant gratification that our world, you know, like, dude, you want a real world example of instant gratification and what, how people think go to the fucking gym on Monday on Monday afternoon at fucking four o'clock or five o'clock, go again on Wednesday at four o'clock or five o'clock, and go again on Friday at four or five. You'll see, you'll see what you'll see who thinks like fucking instant gratification, who doesn't, mm-hmm. for real. And yeah. most of the people that are in there on Friday at five o'clock are the same motherfuckers that are making a lot of money. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, because they understand something that most people don't is that shit doesn't come overnight. Right, and quit expecting it overnight. Andy, for me, what it comes down to is whether people are struggling with like depression, discouragement, you know, feelings of isolation, second guessing themselves. I feel like no matter what it is, or or if it's the guy that posted about wanting the secret sauce, it all comes down to this: everyone finds an excuse not to act. And what I think the overall message of this podcast, and really in some ways every podcast we've ever we've ever published, is you have to trust the action. Yeah, you have to do the work. You have to trust the action. You gotta have faith. There will be there will be results. Right, like we talk like we talk about uh, in in the, the the luck versus faith or you know faith and belief. You know you you have to do some work, not knowing if it's going to pay off, and you have to be willing to do that, and that requires faith. And when you do that work for a little bit of time, you're going to get a little bit of result, and then you're going to have a little belief. And you're going to repeat that process. You're going to do a little more work. You're going to get a little more result. You're going to get a little more belief. You know, until eventually you completely understand that if you do the work, that the result will 1000% be there. Mm-hmm. And that's when your belief becomes fucking, it becomes galvanized, where you just know that you could get wherever you want to go. That's like when people say, oh, you're really trying to build a billion dollar company? Ha ha ha. Well, people <laughs> laughed at me too when I told them I wanted to build a million dollar company. Right. And then a $10 million company. And then a 20. And then a 30. And then a 50. Your little vitamin shop? Yeah. Yeah. 
Seriously. No, I know. So, like, I don't have doubts about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, 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 when I say that, I'm saying that with absolute fucking certainty. Because you've set a pattern of achievement right. that you could look at. I just know that that, ha- that fuels well, your confidence. No, like even like we said on the last point, your my emotional state, my my if I'm depressed, if I have this issue or that issue or this or that or this happens, it doesn't matter because I know the recipe. The recipe is do your fucking five critical tasks like episode 107 and do them every fucking day. And if you do them every fucking day, <laughs> you're gonna fucking win. That's it. A plus B equals C. And I know it's a ma- I know it's a situation. Success is math, and I know that, and I trust that, and believe that a hundred percent. So I don't have fucking doubts. Right. So it doesn't matter what mood I'm in, or what, you know where I live, or what the fuck happens externally. As long as I do my shit, shit's gonna happen. And that's what people need to start, you know, trying to grasp. And it takes time to grasp that and believe that. But I'm telling you, as somebody who's been on both sides of the fucking mountain, you know, when you're in the beginning and you're looking up that fucking mountain, and you have to do to the top, be like, come on. One step from the other, you're like, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking big mountain. Yeah. But eventually you'll be the guy on the other side telling the people to come on up. It isn't that big of a deal. It's, it, it's very simple. It's just hard. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. With that being said, I want to also remind yeah. people, if you have topic discussion, question, questions or question. Questions, plural. At the MFCEO.com. I'll have that set Email up. Email your this questions time next week. slash topic ideas. Yeah. Because I, I really want some. I really want to give you guys what the fuck you want. Like, I don't want to be missing the target. I want you guys to learn from this. I want you guys to progress from this. So answer, ask your fucking questions. Mm-hmm. If they're stupid, I just call you stupid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's that old saying. There now, are no stupid questions. We'll just, call stupid you, we'll, we'll just call you stupid when the mics are off. <laughs> exactly. All right. So. Guys, if you're going through hell, here's your prescription to make it through now, hell. Now, for real, guys, if you have real questions, we're not going to call you stupid. Like, I'm no, joking. I will. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm the mean one. Yeah. All right. So, if you feel crappy, if, you, uh, if you're experiencing frustration, just remember, it means you're attempting something great. If you feel alone, it's because you're in the process of becoming exceptional. If you are paralyzed by second-guessing yourself, you have a fundamentally messed up understanding of the process of success. It's messy. That is not it. what the notes say. The notes clearly says fucked up. <laughs> you does. said messed up. I did. I said messed up. He Thanks typed for, the notes, didn't he? Thanks for it, providing. Vaughn did type the notes. There's yeah. no difference in typing it and saying it. Oh, yeah. there is the Vaughn. I'm just, hey, I'm just writing down what my boss wants to wants yeah. to read, you know? And then if you're depressed, you need to know that your feelings are irrelevant to success. I like That's it. That's key. Yep. That's key. Hey, guys, uh, Tyler, tell him a little bit more about the episodes on youtube because we haven't really promoted that too much no i mean it's just we're uploading full episodes now yeah we're now shooting with uh, multiple cameras uh, uploading the the episodes on youtube 100 percent full episodes so if you guys want to watch it because i'm so fucking good looking feel free yeah and those also include the little clips that andy puts on his instagram too so it's just another way to yeah you know actually there's a lot there's a lot of clips i don't post on instagram on youtube right Yeah. yeah yeah so um, yeah. So yeah, guys. We, as always, we don't ask for a fee. We don't ask for anything. Just ask for you to refer a like-minded friend. This is a community. This is a movement. This is a, an against the grain, no fucking bullshit movement. And if you're sick of the fucking delicate snowflake, everybody wins. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody's special. And if my feelings are hurt, I shouldn't fucking do this and this and that. All this pussy shit that society's become. 
please bring your fucking peeps to us because this is where those peeps are still welcome. Right. right. Check out the website, themfceo.com. And for those of you who are new, uh, we've got the long game going on here at the MFCEO Project. We are wanting to shape a whole new generation. So Andy wrote a children's book. The second children's book will be out in a couple months. But the first one is um, Charlie the Bulldog's Fantastic Fruit Stand. Go to Otis and Charlie, C-H-A-R-L-E-Y.com. Uh, to uh, to pick up a copy of the book and give it to the young person in your life that you want to grow up to be another MFCEO. Yeah, if you don't want them growing up to be a bitch, yeah. buy them the fucking kid's book. Yeah. That's and true. You can also just go to Amazon.com and uh, type in Andy Frisella. So. Yeah. So, Thursday Thunder uh, coming up this week, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. See you.